Welcome to the New Atheist Experience. We are live with Kwali Kush and Kwame Remesu. This is the show that strives to educate, inform, and grow our community by promoting reading, critical thinking, and secular humanism as a replacement for the heavily biblical worldview that has halted the growth of our people for over 2,000 years. It is the lack of scientific literacy, logic, reasoning, and critical thinking in our community that produces a public that is more susceptible to trickery, scams, and cons. Not only does religion make one less likely to value reality, but it also produces many of the ills of our society, racism, prejudice, and various superstitious beliefs. On this show, we encourage people to question their beliefs and their origins and how religious thought patterns affect our behavior. You can listen to this show as a podcast on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. You can also watch us live on YouTube every Sunday. We also have other shows on our channel, so if you like this show, you might want to check those out as well. We have a science podcast called Shout Out Electron and an investigative podcast called New Thugs. Those links are in the description below. If you love this content, why not consider making a contribution to help us grow our platform and reach more people? Your contribution will help us pay for various monthly subscriptions and equipment costs needed to produce this content. You can make a one-time, monthly, or annual contribution directly at our website, qualitycush.com. Every dollar helps us out, so don't hesitate to show your support. If you would love to contribute but you cannot contribute financially, you can still help out the show by clicking the like button, sharing this content on your social media, or by visiting the website qualicush.com. Your engagement helps us rank better and thus reach more people. Check the description below for all of these links. Now for all my Bible readers out there, for all my Quran readers out there, you've been reading the same book for generations and you still have not found liberation for our people. How much better would our community be if instead of reading the same book every Sunday over and over again, we read a different book every Sunday? Imagine that. If the preacher read a different book to the congregation every Sunday instead of the same book over and over again, how much smarter would the congregation be? Well, church, at QualiCush.com, we read a different book to you every single day. For free, you don't have to read the books yourself anymore. I read them to you, and all you have to do is listen. You no longer have an excuse not to read books. Because I know a lot of y'all like to say that you don't have time or you can't sit still. Well, now you can listen to books anytime, anywhere. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on these free audiobooks. And if you don't prefer the books that I choose to read, you can get two free audiobooks of your choice when you sign up for a free trial with Audible. That link is also in the description or you can go to qualicush.com and click the audiobooks tab. So make sure you share this content on your social media and help us grow our platform and help wake these people up. And without further ado, we're going to begin the show. You are listening to the new Atheist Experience. Hey, did you know Amazon had a website for black businesses? That's right, blackownedamazon.com. If you're black, show you're black. Shop black. Every single product on blackownedamazon.com is from a black-owned business. And not only that, when you buy from blackownedamazon.com, Amazon will donate a portion of your total purchase to assist new black-owned businesses. So if you're black, show you're black. Shop black. Blackownedamazon.com. B 
Be sure to bookmark this website so that you never forget to shop at blackonedamazon.com. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. You are listening to Atheist Church Live, formerly known as the New Atheist Experience. It is not the first show, but the first show under the new name. So, welcome to our new show, the Atheist Church Live. You are live with Kwali Kush and Kwame Remesu. And I want to remind you that this is a live call-in show, people. So, Feel free to call the number on the bottom of the screen and you can participate in the show, ask questions, and you can tell us what you believe and why, and we can hopefully get to the truth of the matter here. Obviously, I myself am an atheist, and what you call a Gnostic atheist, that means I actually make the proclaim that there is no creator or God or whatever um, imaginary thing that you believe is out of space They might have made the universe. I don't believe in it. So, there's also other types of atheists, but we'll get into all of that later. The title of tonight's episode is God's Plan. And basically, we want to ask the people, what's the point of praying if God has a plan already? Or what's the point of praying if we have free will? Does, does our prayer override God's will how does that work in your belief system call in and let us know because it's something that I think um, pretty much proves if you think about it logically that the God that you believe in probably does not exist you cannot know everything and know the future and still be influenced by the prayers of men and women and change your mind. That means you know that you're going to change your mind. That doesn't make any sense if you already knew everything in the future. So either God that you believe in or that has been proposed in Christianity and most other religions does not exist. Or the attributes of that God are drastically different than what has been presented. Okay, so at the risk of seeming very simple. Essentially, many of you believers think that the trials and tribulations of earthly life will be wiped out by eternal bliss in the hereafter. Here's my issue. Why do some of, of us have to suffer while others don't have to suffer as much? Some people suffer terrible amounts just to earn the same prize in the end as those who suffer comparably little. Some people are born with a silver spoon in their mouth. Some people are simply sexually molested or something like that before they turn even a year old. So why does a baby who has a sick drunk uncle visit her at her crib while her parents aren't watching has to go through the horrendous suffering while others don't? I say the baby got a raw deal, which leads me to conclude that either God's plan is nothing but rationaliza rationalization or something that people say to make their difficulty in dealing with suffering in God uh, unfair so that they can cope. Since I don't actually believe in God exists, my true opinion is that the matter is a, rational, a rationalization, but it's a selfish and cruel one, to say the least. Now, if you don't think so, 
you can go visit a rape clinic and explain to the victims themselves that God chose for this to be this way and that they should be lucky and thankful that they played a role in God's plan. I mean, am I wrong? Am I wrong? Kwame Ramesu, brother Kwame, are you in the building, sir? Black African power, what it do, what it do, fam? How y'all doing tonight? Peace and black power, man. I'm good, bro. Look like we got uh, a few people in the chat, man. So what's up, everybody? We ain't want to thank y'all for coming through the Atheist Church Live. Oh, yeah, we have a church today in the church. Right. What the preacher say? We said church. Don't say church. You say church. <laughs> but yeah, man, I just was uh, asking the people why I pray. You know, I talked to uh, I talked to Shay. Yeah, I talked to Shay uh, earlier today, and I asked her. I said, "Could y'all?" I said, "Could you be a good person if there was no such thing as a religion or a God belief? Could you still be a good person?" She went on a whole different tangent. She didn't answer my question. None of that shit. Then she blocked me on Messenger because the question was too tough. So that lets me know if you're a Christian. You are incapable of being a good person with good morals and empathy. You know what I'm saying? Because of what you know now. But if there was no, and the reason why I ask Christians this question or people that believe in Christianity, or Judaism, or Islam, or whatever, I ask them this question just, as, just as, 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 you know, in a way to get them to like, hey, where did my morality really come from? Did it come from my upbringing or did it come from that Bible? Because as a person um, grows up, they're being taught about God, but their morality comes from their upbringing. See, that's the thing, that's, that's the thing that they're missing. Your, your morality, a person don't teach you. I know for me, growing up in Christianity, my morality did not come from the Bible. It came from my upbringing. You know what I'm saying? It didn't come from a book. Now, if every Christian, like my grandmother, my grandfather, uh, my grandfather didn't believe in it, but my mom and all this other shit, if they saw the morality in the Bible, if they saw the morality in the Bible, they probably wouldn't be Christians if they actually read the fucking book. Now, let's talk about God's plan. Uh, Qu uh, Quayle, could you pull up Ephesians one uh, eleven, please? Ephesians one eleven. Yeah. All right, let me see. What's up, DSA? Ephesians 1.11 says, uh, Furthermore, <clears throat> because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For he chose us in advance and he makes everything work out according to his plan. Mm. <laughs> so that's why I want to ask Christians, are we more powerful than God to change his plan? I want a Christian to call me out and call us up and say yes, or we have a choice to choose God's plan. So that means if God just put a plan out there and say, okay, you choose this plan or that plan, so that means he has two plans for you. He has a plan for you on the wrong path or the right path, and you choose you choose whatever plan. I don't think that's how your God works. <laughs> because you can't pray like somebody about to get hit by a train in your family. You can't pray that they don't get hit by a train. If that's what God's plan is. Uh, 
according according to you know the Christians, saying? you or can. Or vice versa. According huh? to the Christians, you can, man. It's it's uh it's crazy because they they make the craziest rationalizations for this stuff, right? So basically, they excuse right. is we have free will, so we got the will to pray, but God know everything at the same time. But I guess in their mind, they just can't understand that those are contradictory thoughts. You know what I'm saying? So they'll say on one hand that we got the free will. On the other hand, they say God knows. So that make that means it's pointless. That mean God sat back here a, a billion years ago and said that okay, someone so is going to pray that they that their mom gets cured from cancer. Mm. I'm, I'm either going to heal that prayer as God. He's either going to he's going to answer that prayer. Or he's not going to answer that prayer. But if you already know what? what's going to happen. And you know that this person is going to pray. That means this person does not have free will. It's already written a billion years ago, right? Right. All right. So I'm just making sure I'm not tripping. You know. <laughs> so, but so try to tell that to a Christian though. <laughs> they don't want no, just trying to tell it to a Christian man. They 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 tap dancing. They they then they'll shift the burden to prove like she tried to shift the oh shit my damn phone went out. You good? Okay. Like, she'll try to shift the burden of proof and say, well, who created everything? I said, we're not talking about creation. We're talking about if you're God, if there was no such thing as a belief in a God or God's plan or anything, could you still be a good person? And she just basically just started shifting the burden of proof and doing all this other shifting and stuff like that. Victim blaming. But I asked her, I said, was it your God's plan? This is the, this is the part that got hurt. I said, was it your God's plan for you to meet me? And she said, yeah, I said, how do you know that? Because he's trying to turn you back to him. Through you? Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what I said, uh, through you? Like, really? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, I'm like that, what's that dude's name, Dr. Evil? Yeah, right, yeah, okay. God chose you to get me back to him. Good choice, God. Good job. Yeah, that's the that's the uh the idiotic stuff that I hear from theists a lot. They'll say stuff like um like like you say uh was it was it God's plan for you to meet her and you know you are atheist so and she said mm -hmm. yeah because they believe stuff like they'll say stupid stuff like God's working through you like God's using the atheist to 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 make Even a the point theist. for them or something you know what I mean it, it so so right. again again. The underlying truth, if that's true, then that means you don't have free will. But they'll say that you got free will, but God's working through you at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Did God call you on the phone and say, hey, I need you to go talk to this nigga uh, Kwame and Quayle. You know what I'm saying? I need y'all to go talk to them for me when I can actually uh, do the shit myself, but I want to use humans so they'll actually blanket believe that uh, I sent you to them. You know, <laughs> so we so that's, that's that's the funny part about this God character, man. Come on, that's bro. That's what it all boils down to. I'm gonna make to, you blanket man. believe they, uh, that I sent them to. These people <laughs> want you to. They want people to believe. Yeah. So that's what it all boils down to, man. They they, they even say it like um. Let me see what what uh what website it says. I had it pulled up earlier. Okay, it's um, homefaithfamily.com, right? Right. I'm gonna just read it because it's not that long. This is like a paragraph. So why pray? 
because we need prayer now more than ever. There are countless arguments against prayer and the why of even saying them. Some even argue that there's no purpose to prayer. Prayer doesn't prevent chaos from happening because the wicked acts still occur. I will argue otherwise. We need prayer more than anything in this world right now. Prayer cup with faith opens up the floodgates to heaven's miracles in our lives and in the lives of others. When we take the time to pray, we acknowledge our dependence upon the Lord and his grace and mercy. We can't fight our battles without him. We need him more than ever. So basically what they're saying on homefaithfamily.com is that when you pray, you basically affirming God that you're on his team. And without that, again, like I said last week, God not going to even fuck with you if you don't have faith and believe in him, even though he hasn't given you evidence enough to even have faith. You got to have this blind faith. And that's what your prayer is supposed to do. It's supposed to let God know I'm still a sucker. I still believe in you. But let me keep on uh, finish reading. It said, so when you find yourself questioning your desire to pray or your why, since God knows everything anyway, remember these few things. One, God doesn't need your prayers because he knows exactly what you need before you even ask. But we need him in our lives so desperately. Now listen to this. Now they, they just said it right here. God don't need your prayers. This is coming from a Christian website. Number two, our prayers are proactive of faith on our part. We need to be willing to wrestle with our faith at God's footstools so we can come to say, thy will be done. So basically they're saying, God don't need your prayers, but you need to pray because you're going to be doubting the stuff when the shit don't happen. So you need to affirm yourself through praying to, to keep your faith strong, to keep yourself delusional. That's what prayer is. <laughs> That's what it says, bro. I just read it. That's exactly what it said. <laughs> That's basically what it is. That, 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 that's all that what it is. So, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be kind of hard for <laughs> Christians to come even and answer that, ask that, ask that question. And you know, like I said, even when I when I told Shay that Shay talking about men, we always want to debate and we were um, disingenuous. I said, how is thought provoking? How is thought provoking disingenuous? When we're trying to get you to think about your belief system, somebody you got to know a relationship. I said, look, that's religion. You're talking about having a relationship with somebody you've never seen before. That's religion. You know? And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really weird. We haven't talked in weeks, but I'll, I'll be trying to invite her to the show. But you know what? She blocked me on Facebook. I can't message her. Like, last statement, she I hate when people block you where you can't say shit. Like, when you want to rebut, they'll block you when you know you got them. When you know you got them, they block you. And I just, and like I told her, I said, just come in and uh, can you uh, give us... Um, some insight on why God's prayer, why God's plan is um, less powerful than your prayers. So I'm saying they make it seem like the prayers are less powerful than God. You know what I'm saying? And let's say, for instance, they want to pray for to win a lottery, but God say no. So you know, if you if God says no and you win the lottery through your prayers, then that means God had to change His mind. So your God is not all powerful. Your God has to change his mind. You know, your God is straight up is, is a straight beta male or female or whatever. But if God has to change his mind, he's not all powerful. You know what I'm saying? Therefore, not all knowing either. Right. But with with this God being said to be all knowing and all power and all powerful, you can't change his plans. 
A kid having cancer in the hospital. You can't pray that shit away without medical. If, if the, okay, if the child if a child goes to to the hospital and has cancer, and you pray that he's get healed, you want to thank God. But it wasn't God's plan. It was a damn medical assist. It was a medical assistance of the doctors, the medication. Like it, like it did nothing. To, like like it's like this. This is what gets me. Like if somebody's on life support and they pray that he got off life support. And his body goes back into remission to where it works on its own. It was the medica- It was the life support system that did that. It wasn't God. It was a life support mm-hmm. because they kept him on there long enough to, um, to 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 try to see if he can breathe on his own. They was giving him medication. That's what trips me out about Christians. You want to believe that this God is real, but if somebody gets shot on the street, you can't pray him that he's healed. Like God, suppose that I remember when this this, uh, this story in the Bible where God healed the blind man. I don't even remember that. Yeah, God healed the blind man, and he touched his face, and he could see again. But why? Why does Jesus ain't see, touching people's faces until so they can see again? It's still blind people. We still have facilities where we uh, where they go and teach the blind. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure those people that are. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that those people that are um, are blind, their parents are Christian. I'm certain of it. I'm certain of it. You know what I'm saying? And they can't pray their their, their child's sight back. If that was the case, then there would be no need for a blind center. There would be no need for hospitals. There would be no need for police. There would be no need for security. There would be no need for nothing if this guy was real. Oh, but the but the enemy, but the devil. Oh, so y'all want to uh, blanket? Y'all want to blanket blame the devil when your God is the main reason why the devil was created? Ephesians, uh, not Ephesians, but uh, Isaiah forty five eleven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, God man, created peace. Crazy, it's all it's yeah. psychological warfare, man. Like first of all, when you do the research, you will understand it, it, it very clearly. It's just it's a war. This if you look at the Bible and the religion as a weapon, it makes. It, a lot more sense because what they the real enemy has done is they've convinced their enemy that they they're not an enemy and they made up an imaginary character a fictional character and convinced you and all the people not you personally but you know the believers that right, right, right. This, this character is the enemy you know what I mean this character that you never seen if you ask somebody to describe the devil they probably gonna say the nigga got horns and a pointy tail and a pitchfork. Where you get that from? Where you get that image from? You know what I'm saying? And like that's the why I asked a uh, homegirl the other day, Shay. I asked her. I said, cause she said somebody the enemy. I said, who is the enemy? You know what I'm saying? She said the devil. You know what I'm saying? That's not that's not your enemy. That's not who, who's working against you out here in the world. You know what I mean? There are people that are working against you, and they ain't none of them red. Ain't none of them coming from underground. Ain't none of that shit, you know what I mean? They regular people like you and me. So you don't know who your who your real enemy is. How can you even fight back? First of all, that's why black people been getting their ass kicked for thousands of years. Because we forgot that we were in a war, first of all. And secondly, we forgot who the enemy was. We think the enemy is some imaginary person. And we forgot who who, who got the power to save us. We think the, the savior is going to come from outer space. And save us. You know what I'm saying? And the, and the crazy part about that is the motherfucker that they waiting on to save them couldn't even save his damn self. His whole plan was to come here and lose. 
that don't it, it don't it don't make no damn sense. You know what I'm saying? So we just gotta wake up, man. We gotta wake wake the people up. So I think the question of of why pray if we got free will or if God already knows the future, that's something that I ain't never heard a, a, a good answer to, you know what I mean? So even when you go to the the prominent apologists, they give the, the most ridiculous answers like the one we just read. The most ridiculous responses that make no sense. They just say, okay, you praying to let God know that you got faith. But God already knows everything. So he know if you got prayer, right. your prayer don't mean nothing. So it's like because it, it, anytime, anytime they have to, anytime they have to say that you letting God know something, I'm like, well, damn, I thought you already know. You made it. That's that's a good point. You letting God know that you love Him. Shouldn't He already know that? You letting God know that you have faith in Him. Shouldn't He already? Shouldn't He already know that? Whether you have faith or not, true faith. Because I feel like a lot of these Christians are are fake believers. Like they believe, they fake believe. You know what I'm saying? It became, it went from make believe to fake believe. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, it's like, well, let me believe just in case. I don't think God would know that I'm really true, that I'm, I'm really faking though. Nah. Yeah, bro. Nah, we don't know. We don't. It's out of fear, but we don't know if our woman faking them when she when we making love to our women. We don't know if she's faking. She's like, oh, 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 we don't know if she's doing, but God should know, right? That we faking. You know. What I'm saying? If God don't know we're faking, then I see why he's single. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Yeah, that, that, that just, they, that just, they, that just they, the reality they, of they it. They thought that through yet. They think they can trick God into thinking that they are are good believers. You know what I'm saying? And that's part yeah, of the yeah. mind fuck of the religion and shit. You, you're allowed to do a whole bunch of fucked up shit as long as you repent. You know what I mean? That part, man. Yeah. But God probably set you up to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? So you can, so because you know, because so you can come asking for getting. You know, that's it's not like a megalomaniac. It's all God's plan. That means like, for some reason, God had it in His plan for serial killers to be a thing. He sat back a billion years ago and he said, "You know what? I'm gonna make I'm gonna make one species, and I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a few of them psychopaths. And yeah, a few of them gonna go around raping and killing each other. Just a few of them." And for to teach a lesson to the rest of them, like what type of God do you believe in? There, where that's his, he's the creator of all of this stuff in the universe. But his best method, his best method to teach you a lesson, is to create a Ted Bundy, you know or create a uh, John Wayne Gacy. You know what I'm saying? The cake dude. You know what I'm saying? Or to have a popsicle or, or to have a mother give 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 birth to a dead baby in, in stillbirth. What lesson is possible from what lesson is, is how is that God's plan? What what part of the plan is that? Oh, well, God works in mysterious ways. You know what I'm saying? I think that was uh, Ricky Gervais, or one of them, one of them uh, white white comedians. He said, since God's so mysterious, next time I read, I date a religious girl. She come home. I'm going to be raping her mama. And she asked me what's, what I'm doing. I'm going to say, hey, I'm mysterious. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's crazy, God's man. Doing. God's doing a whole bunch of fucked up shit. He flooded the world. He's doing all the shit, but we ask questions. Why? What's the point of that? They say, "Oh, you can't understand that." What? How did you come to that conclusion? If if God's so mysterious that we can't understand Him, how do you know that God is too mysterious to understand? Damn. For exactly, they always think they know what God knows, but they don't understand Him. Like, I mean, don't. Leave. Yeah, they, 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 all right, wait a minute. That you can't understand. 
You can't understand it, but I understand that you can't understand it. That don't make no sense to me. You know? yeah. That's why. That's why we got that. Hey, you know what? I, you know what? I want to. When I get my computer back, I'm gonna start creating them little sound effects. I'm gonna start like downloading Austin Powers or uh, Doctor Evil. Right? Yeah. I'm gonna start like hitting that button, and we, you can hear in the background be like, right? You know. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. I want to see if we can. Bring uh, XJ. Who got some? Who got some? Uh, some sounds or something? You know, who can play the organ or some shit? Since we got the church theme going. We can have like oh yeah oh yeah have that shit in the background show we're gonna we're gonna bring a whole bunch more to the to the uh, show in the future folks and you and you know what man that's actually this is kind of this is i think that's genius what you did call it the atheist church it's kind of a slap in the face to christianity i'm glad you did that shit <laughs> it's like a slap in the face you know what i'm saying because it looks better too and it's and, you know uh, if you don't know, at least research the joint. Okay, so XJ said, "If God of the Bi- if the God of the Bible is omniscient, then we truly can do anything outside of His knowledge. We can't. We can't do you. You one hundred percent, Jay. Uh, then we got Chirac. If you don't know, at least research um, Germanitra. You're fake woke. You fake woke. What? 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 Comment on something that XJ said earlier. He said, "Um, he got a he got a test tomorrow, and if you pray about it, would that change the outcome? Well, not only would that not change the outcome, but if it did, that would mean that your God is a cheater, and He's helping you cheat on your test. So instead of empowering you by by allowing you to study, so that you will actually know the information and pass the test." And, and actually retain the information, which is why they're quizzing you. They're not quizzing you so you can pass the test. They're quizzing you so you can know the information. You're going to pray for the test. Now, I know I know that's not what you're doing, Jay. I know you're just being facetious. But people who pray for, for, to, for grades on the test and stuff like that, what you're doing is you're asking God to help you cheat. Which, if you believe in the God of the Bible, it's all fair because that God is a liar anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, um, we can go to uh, John... 2017 and prove that God lied. I want, I want um somebody to call in so I can ask them about it. But let me let me They don't want they don't want to come to get some real chats. We ain't asking nobody to pass around a complexion plate. I know that shit. You ain't gotta pass around a collection plate. We just want you to pass around your mind. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Get some knowledge. This right here proved to you that the God of the Bible is a, is a, is a liar. On John 20:17, it said, "Jesus said unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father. But go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father, and your Father, and to my God, and your God." So, it is am I reading this wrong, or is Jesus asking Mary? To lie to the brethren and say that he ascended, even though he hasn't. He said, "Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm sore. Don't touch me. I'm sore. Touch me, Ooh, baby. Don't I, touch me. I am not yet ascended <laughs> to my father, but go to my brethren and say to say unto them, I ascend unto my father. Y'all got You got to deal with this if you believe in this buy bullshit. If you buy the yeah. bullshit, you gotta you gotta deal with this because as an atheist." This is why I can't fuck with your religion because of uh, a plethora 
of things like this that contradict not only the the doctrine that you taught me about your God, but what the book itself says about your God. It contradicting the damn self. So why is God, why is Jesus lying or telling Mary to lie? You know what I'm saying? Then we can go to uh, Genesis when when God told Adam not to eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil or the day he eat of it, they will surely die. And the serpent came along mm -hmm. and the serpent said, you won't surely die, but you will know good and evil like God do. So I ask you, believers, who in that scenario told them the truth? Who told Adam and Eve the truth? Was it God or was it the serpent? Mm -hmm. Because you have been told that the serpent was evil and that God can't lie. But in that scenario, God lied. And the serpent told the truth because they ate of the apple, they ate of the tree, and they didn't die that day. And God said, and God said, the day that you touch it, even if you touch it, even if you touch the shit, you're going to die. And they lived to be 900 some years old. So who told the truth, man? Who was lying? You know what I'm saying? And Come on, Christians, call me. That, that was one of the first things that, like, I was, um, that got me started in and when I was doubting the Bible and stuff when I found out that that Lilith, Lilith was existing before Eve and another book that they took out of the Bible and 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 that the, the serpent told the truth and they never actually said that the serpent was the devil and all this stuff you know what I'm saying they just make you go hmm so so that's why I bring those things to your attention because that'll get you started it's like a seed it gets planted in your mind and that seed's gonna grow when you start to learn more and you actually do the research instead of just believing like what Ray Hagen said in the sermon. He said, you've been in church for 15 years, but you ain't learned nothing in the last 10 of those years that you ain't learned in the first five. You just getting the same information exactly. regurgitated to you over and over and over again. That's why we do a different book every, every time. Speaking of different books, let's go ahead and uh, get into the book of the day real, real quick. It don't take but a second. And today's book of the mm -hmm. day is. Hey, 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 did you get, did you get that video I sent you? Did you get that I video I sent you? No. Oh man, I sent I sent it to you. Uh, it was about the. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to see if I can resend it to you. But go ahead and do the book of the day, man. Uh, we got. Uh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna take me a little little break. All right. The book of today is. God, the failed hypothesis. How science shows that God does not exist by Victor J. Stinger. Now, throughout history, arguments for and against the existence of God have been largely confined to the philosophy and theology, while science has sat on the sidelines. Despite the fact that science has revolutionized every aspect of human life and greatly clarified our understanding of the world, somehow the notion has arisen that it has nothing to say about the possibility of a supreme being, which much of humanity worships as the source of all reality. This book contends that if God exists, some evidence for this existence should be detectable by scientific means, especially considering the central role that God is alleged to play in the operation of the universe and the lives of humans. Treating the traditional God concept as conventionally presented in the Judeo-Christian and Islamic traditions like any other scientific hypothesis, physicist Stinger examines all of the claims made for God's existence. He considers the latest intelligent design arguments as evidence of God's influence in biology. 
He looks at human behavior for evidence of immaterial souls and the possible effects of prayer. He discusses the findings of physics and astronomy and weighing the suggestions that the universe is the work of a creator, that humans are God's special creation. After evaluating all the specific evidence, Stinger concludes that beyond a reasonable doubt, the universe and life appear exactly as we might expect if there were no God. So, the audiobook for this um, book is in the description. The link is in the description if you want to check it out. And if you sign up for Audible, you will also get two free audiobooks every month via the link in this video's description. So I encourage everybody to check this book out. Um, it has a forward by Christopher Hitchens, the late Christopher Hitchens. If y'all know anything about him, y'all know it's going to be a good read. So check that out. The link, again, is in the description. And you can go to quellycush.com to see all of the past book suggestions that we have on this channel. But back to the topic. Why pray? If God knows everything, God knows the future. God is the arbiter of the past. God knows your desires. God knows if He's going to answer your prayer. So why pray anyway? You know, according to um, roomfordoubt.com, Arthur Zach Brittenbach says, even though God eternally knows what he's going to do about everything, unlike humans who decide things as we go, God also eternally knows what humans will freely choose to do, including our prayers, and he incorporates our free choices into his eternal plans for humanity. However, God did not change his mind about healing of a sick person's mother, like we mentioned earlier. God's decision to answer a prayer is made from eternity's past rather than on the fly. As a result, the prayer does affect the outcome. So, according to um, Mr. Brittenbach, he's saying, God already knew in the past, but the prayer somehow still has an effect on the outcome. So, I don't know, somebody please call in and help me understand this, because it sounds to me like a contradiction, an oxymoron, if you will. It makes no sense. So today I'm NBA young boy. I feel like Gucci Mane in 2006 because this Bible shit just made no sense. Remix. Please, somebody call in and help a nigga understand this. You know what, Quayle? I think I think that I think that we are too powerful of atheists <laughs> that they are too afraid to call in for us. Because we're going to, you know, I'm not saying that the ACA or Atheist Ran or other any other atheist, uh, mainstream atheist people are. I know we're mainstream too, but I think when it comes to us, we delve into the real life situation. We don't have arguments on her, yelling and all the other shit. We, really bring, we bring the drama. But the thing is, they don't want no smoke with us. Now we're the atheist church, you know what I'm saying? Um... <laughs> Hey, for a record, y'all, just because we're the atheist church, we really uh, uh, want theists to come. You know, we'd rather have theist callers. Atheists can call in, but we'd rather have theist callers. Just so y'all know. Oh, yeah, I even um, I unblocked a couple of people, too. So if you've been blocked in the past, you might want to try your luck. 
you might get through. <laughs> I unblock some people just because for that reason that you mentioned, because, you know, so I feel like people might be a little scared and the, the few people that, that wasn't scared, they was a little too, they, they, they went over the, they went overboard. So we had to block them, you know what I'm saying? But they've been blocked for a couple months now. So I figured we'll give them a second chance. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to say no names, but if you know who you are, if you've been blocked, and you ain't been able to chat, you ain't been able to call. Just try your luck. You might get through today. Shit. But yeah, man. I don't know. It, it, it's it's a little bit of um. I know our show we got to grow a little bit, but I do think that people get a little scared to to call in because we ain't dealing with the the whole um. Oh, I got an I got an opinion, and you gotta you gotta believe. What I believe, because that's what they want. They wanna, they wanna argue against people who have different beliefs, because it's easy to expose what somebody believes. You know what I'm saying? We do this shit all the time. But when you talking about facts, when you talking about history, and we talking about science, they can't argue with that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's why, you know, I wanted to ask you about Shorty, like, because I don't think she the type of person that will ever say, I don't know. And when you're dealing with somebody who who can't get to that point when they don't know something they can't say I don't know, they they shut down. You know what I'm saying? They 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 either just yeah. like they don't want to say nothing. Oh, I can't talk to you because they can't admit that they don't know the answer to your question, or they get defensive and they they try to make it seem like you attacking them. Yeah. Oh, how dare you? You know what I'm saying? That part. Now, like I said, all I did was ask her. I said, "Hey, I said it's a nice topic." Because she hadn't got a topic of like a, like a few days ago. What's the topic for the show tonight? She just simply asked that question, and I didn't get back to her till today. I said, "Well, the t- tonight's topic is God's plan." I said, "Can you call in and stuff?" This that's what she said. You know what? I'm not gonna call in because you boys want to debate. Y'all are disingenuous and this and that, this and that, this and the third and. Oh, uh, I said, well, ask the question. If you didn't have a God or a um, a God belief or a religion, could you still be a good person? They wouldn't. Why? I don't understand why Christians won't answer that question. It's, if it's God's plan, I, I, you know, if, God, know. if it's God's plan for you to believe, yeah, I'm like, oh, do you have free will? This is what I should ask. And this is what I'm asking right now on the show. Dude, does anybody that believe in God has the free will to not believe in God? And if you don't believe in God, then what's the consequence for not believing? You're going to say hell. So what's going? What, so you're going to be inclined to believe. So do you have free will? You're only believing because you're afraid of going to hell. You think this hell is real. So there is no free will if there's going to be a consequence behind it. You cannot have free. You cannot have consequences with a God that says you have free will. If there's free will behind, if there's a consequence behind your beliefs or your actions, then there's no such thing as free will. I'm just saying. Just saying, man. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. It's like uh, it's like saying, I'm gonna put a gun in your head, and you can you can choose to sit or you can choose to stand. But I'm telling you, if you stand up, I'm gonna pull this trigger. But you can do whatever you want to do. But if you stand, if you choose to stand up, I'm gonna shoot the shit out of you. That's what that's what they they God is saying. You got free will, but if you do what I don't want you to do. It's eternity to hellfire for you, brother. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's not really free will. That's like a pseudo free will. That's like saying, okay, uh, do what you want to do or else. But I could choose the or else. But the, the mind fuck is, they don't even give you the the evidence that the or else is there. 
You just gotta take their word for Damn it. Damn point. You know what I'm saying? Damn point. It's like somebody coming to you while you at work, right? They come to your job. They saying, bro, you can't go home because, bro, your house burned down. Would you take somebody's word for that or would you want to see your fucking burned down? They say, there's no point to go home, bro. Everything is gone. You lost everything. There's nothing there. You got nothing there but ashes. Okay, I still want to see. I want to go see if I can maybe salvage something. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want to, bro, I'm telling you, it's gone. Where's your faith? <laughs> would you, if, if, if that don't make no sense to you, if you wouldn't, if you wouldn't take somebody's word on that, then why would you take somebody's word on hell? It's the same scenario, except that it's even worse because hell, you can't you can't verify that unless you dead. And I don't know about you. But yeah, you can't, and you can't come back to life and say, "Hey, y'all, I'm back." When I kill somebody, when I kill somebody, they don't do nothing after that. If I kill somebody, they just dead. If I kill a deer, if I'm hunting or I shoot a duck, I don't expect. That duck soul to go nowhere. I'm just it's a dead duck. But for some reason, when it comes to humans, people think we're special. You know what I'm saying? So we just got to get out of that and re recognize that the earth is not very significant. Everything on the earth disappeared. The whole earth disappeared. The universe will be virtually the same. Be 99.99999% the same. And even if there was a God, I don't think one little marble in this vast cosmos means a whole lot. So... The individuals on earth mean even less than the you know what i'm saying the earth itself but we just because we are us we think that we're supposed to be special but you know what I'm saying that's just not the case and when we realize that then maybe we can actually you know empower ourselves and, and do something because that's what makes everything more more spectacular when you look at it like damn bro we just we just happen to be here and now we got a space program that's a miracle. You don't need no magic to be in awe. You know what I'm saying? To be to be in in wonder of the universe and the life that we live. You don't need no magic required. You know what I mean? All you gotta do is actually think about the shit, and then the magic of reality will will uh, make itself apparent. Uh, speaking of the magic of reality, man, uh, Richard Dawkins got a book called The Magic of Reality. He just got they took away his um humanitarian award or some shit the humanist of the year award that's what it was they took away his humanist of the year award because he said something about trans people did you hear about it <coughs> Kwame, did you hear about it hold on oh i checked my son it might be my son it looked like we got a uh, call the 706 area code who's that what uh dsa one oh what's going on bro Nothing much. What's good with y'all? Salute to the chat. Shit much, man. Just uh trying to see if we can get some of these Christians to answer this question, bro. What you got for us? Man, I don't think they can answer that question. No, what they want to. <laughs> just for the just for the simple fact it goes is is cognitive dissonance that uh that'll start shaking their foundation. They don't want that. It's like if any of y'all watched um anime, it's an anime called um Sword Art Online. A lot of people call it S A S Sword Art Online. S A O. And in it you can go into the game virtually and when you're in it you can literally die, but you don't actually die until somebody ends up hacking the game. And in a sense, this is that game. 
you're locked in virtually and there's really nothing you can do about it. So you sit up and you pray to this deity to get whatever it is you need to get. But then when it don't happen, you start to self-doubt and self-pity and self-loathe. And that, that puts you in a further emotional and for people who are spiritual, a spiritual hole that some people can't get out of. And to a lot of Christians, it's, it's more spiritual spiritual than anything. So when you ask questions that that deep and cut that deep, man, they don't want to answer those questions. Or they'll try to use the book to, I want to say, answer or double back on what it is that you're asking them to solidify the, to solidify their answer. And that's crazy. That's what uh, that's what happens, bro. You right. I remember when we had uh, the dude who who mama came and and uh, snatched him off the show. That's all he wanted to do is yeah. go back to the book, go back to the book, and be like, "Dang, bro, do you do you have answer to anything? You got to get all the answers from this book." Like, this shit crazy, and it's dangerous, especially when you know where the book came Bear. from. So. You know what I mean? It's like uh, if the book had all the answers, then why why won't it teach us about quantum mechanics and stuff? Why do we have to figure out that stuff through science? Why why didn't the Bible teach yep. us all this stuff? If the book was written by God and it's the word of God and all this stuff, he didn't give us all this technology. So, you know, and then you got you even got some people who like uh, believe that technology is of the devil. They call it the Amish. <laughs> so, I'm not too far yeah. off in my in my interpretation of it, but it's yep. all it's all a mind fuck, man. That's why I call it the Bible and not the Bible. Because if you believe in that shit, you you literally have to buy bull. And it's sad that so many black people still are falling victim to this this uh, this weapon. But you got. But you understand why though? Yeah, yeah, I understand why. But it's it's so hard to try to but tell somebody to, to tell somebody that it's like because basically that's like telling somebody that they brainwashed. You can't tell a brainwashed person they brainwashed because yeah. they don't even know it. Exactly. <laughs> it's like trying to tell somebody they. Nah, you good. It's like trying to tell somebody they leg broke. But they going through so much adrenaline and their pain tolerance is so high, they don't believe they let it, bro. Bro, I'm glad you said that shit because I was having this conversation with my homie the other day, man. He a, he a Christian, right? And I was telling him, like, the religion is holding you back. Well, you know, we had this show about your faith is holding you back. And I was telling him, man, that shit holding you back. And he was like, shit, I'm, I'm, I'm straight. Like, I'm doing good for myself. What you mean it's holding me back? Like, I feel like you... um. You trying to say I'm not I'm not a good person or something? I'm I'm like no, nah, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I agree that you're doing good for yourself, but I'm saying we both don't know what you could be doing if you didn't have this religion on your back. You could be going like to the moon, you know what I'm saying? If you're doing what you're doing now, imagine what you could be doing if you wasn't being held back. If you didn't have this fucking ball and chain around your ankle, that's what I'm saying. So people that's like you got people that. Uh, like the type of work I do, I got clients that's like rich people. So when I'm around rich people, a lot of them are heavily religious. And it's real hard to tell somebody who's doing good for themselves that you you believe some bullshit. This, and if you didn't believe it, you would be doing even better. 
but that's just exactly the truth though you know what i'm saying so it just imagine i don't care how good you're doing or how good you feel how happy or content you think you are with your life just imagine if you wasn't delusional because if you if you can amass a a a wealth and and a good standard of living for yourself and be delusional at the same time imagine what the fuck you could do if you didn't have that shit because you know what i'm saying i just know what it what the difference that it made when I went from believing in bullshit to being skeptical and not just taking people word for shit, you know what I'm saying, just because he the preacher or or this or or your parents told you, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of shit that we get told is just simply not true. Like the simple shit, like oh you can't swim at 20 minutes after you eat something, you know it's not true. You know, what, what the actual truth is, you can't do. Strenuous physical activity right after you eat, you're gonna get a cramp. But swimming ain't got nothing to do with it. But that's just a myth that we yeah. that we be, get told and we believe it because we take it on face value and we don't do research. And when you actually do the research, and you find out, damn, I didn't know about this shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what gets you. But the funny thing about no, I'm about to say the funny thing about that part is people equate the eating to swimming as you get in a cramp. But what you just said is like the topping on it. You're doing a strenuous exercise. Think about it when you get in the pool. You playing, you're using all your muscles because the water is not like air. It's not holding you back. So you have to use basically every muscle in your body to run around in the water, swim in the water, dive underwater. You're using almost every part of your body to do that. Once you're doing that, you're going to cramp up. It's just like if you if you run track. I remember when I used to play soccer. I used to um know the um the the track coach. And some of my friends ran track. He would tell them, "Don't go in there." Like say it was chicken day, you get like two bread. I mean a breast and the regular size with it as far as school lunch go, and you get a milk. He would tell them, "He's like, look, don't y'all go in there, eat all that food, and then drink a milk and come out here. You're going to throw up." Folks didn't believe him. We out there running drill because I paid attention to it. We out there running drill, and he wasn't even my coach. I just took the advice. So we out there running drill, doing our stuff because we got we getting ready to prepare for our first game. And I'm saying like six out of twelve, I say six out of fifteen people out there. He had already had the garbage can set up because he knew somebody was going <laughs> to do it. He was out there hurling, throwing up. He was like, I told y'all. Not going and eat all that food, and then coming out here in the sun, the sun is gonna make the milk on your stomach spoil. So you're going to get sick. You're going to throw up. Just like trying to tell somebody who's religious, if you're doing extremely good for yourself, nothing's going to happen to you because you believe in your God, but not realizing that you put in all the leg work. You did all the work to get to where you're at. You don't want to talk to them clients, and you talk to them people to get. Get your business put in the forefront for people to um do what they need to do. And especially if you're running your, like, let's just say a small business. you running it. You're the one out there putting them signs up. You're the one out there getting in contact with the people to advertise your business. And then if you have a team with you, it's you and your team doing it. God didn't come down or send an angel down to talk to these business associates and these banks to get you that loan so you can open up your business. You did that. You put in all that work to get there. Facts, man. And a lot of people like you, and a lot of people like you were saying, they contribute everything to God, and everything bad happens 
because of the devil. When you don't even realize God killed like the whole planet at one point. God set one group of people to go to war with another group of people and take everything from them. Their women and their children. God let a lot of this stuff happen. As a matter of fact, he orchestrated a lot of it, but you don't talk about none of that. You don't bring none of that up. You don't even acknowledge it. Well, God got me on the right path. How do you know? How do you know that you're not the one seeing things happen a certain way and you're adjusting to it and not following that same route and fixing yourself and getting out of the situation that you're in with some help? Because most people, not to knock anybody, most people can't do everything by themselves. You need a team of people, family members, friends, or just friends, or just family. You need somebody or a group of people to help you get to where you've got to go. That's the way the system works. That's the way the universe works. Because if it was that, if it was that easy, like in video games, anime, or whatever, you would see one man armies out here knocking off a whole platoon of people, no problem by themselves. You can't do it. Prime example, if you think about SEAL Team, I think it was six or one of them that was in um that spot where Hillary Clinton let these folks get knocked off. It was a team of six highly trained individuals who held off like half a city that had guns, that had artillery type weapons, who had grenades. It was six of them that held that spot down until they got held for like three or four days straight. Where was God at? Do you mean to tell me these six Christians, I'ma just put the hypothetical out there, these six Christians who are highly trained, let's say futuristic ninjas, fought against a half a city overseas with no help because the help couldn't get there in time for like the next two, three days because the help was catching hell let's, trying let's to get to like them this. to help them. And let, let's put it like this. What if they wasn't trained? What if they just said, look, we want you to act like you still seen six with no training. Do you, and uh, all you got to do is pray. Do you think God would have helped them then? Hell no. You have to actually have training. Bro, whole, People don't understand. Bro, the whole squad would have gotten knocked off. Yeah, but they were supposed to be supposedly Christians, though. Nigga, if you don't like, that's, that's what I was talking about, the, 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 like, like, like the shit earlier. A lot of times, these people, these Christians, go to the doctor. Oh, you got high blood pressure. Go to the doctor. You got diabetes. Go to the doctor. You got liver problems or whatever. Oh, what medication should I take? Well, I'm gonna pray while the medication is working that it go away, and then when the medication works, I'm gonna give it give credit to God. Yeah. That's it. And you know what they. You know what they say on top of that? God gave the scientists the ability to do what they do. God gave the doctors the ability to have a steady hand on they doing their surgery, cutting your ligaments and reattaching them and sewing you back up to help you walk again or run again or use your fingers again and stuff like that. Like, come on, man. Them doctors trained for years to be able to go inside a human being's body to be able to do what they do. Not all of them are perfect. Some of them make mistakes. If that's the case, I told my mom, I said, Mama, you just got on counsel, right? She said, yeah. I said, well, that God owed that doctor some student loan money, okay? If God wow. was going to make him a surgeon to remove your breath, you know what I'm saying, to get rid of the cancer, that doctor had to go through 13 years plus of doctor of whatever, medical school, and he has a, yeah. you know, probably in debt to student loans. Why didn't God just zap it in his head when he was 12 years old or maybe younger than that? When he, when he thought that he was, as soon as he said, oh, I'm going to be a doctor when I grow up. Okay, that guy's just like, zoop, you're a doctor. 
You're you're a cancer removing yep. doctor. But no, he had to go to he had to go to he had to go to Harvard or Stanford. He had to go to one of my prestigious colleges to become to get a doctorate and become a doctor, do some undergrad, graduate, all this other shit. Went through all this shit when God could just say, Zip, you're a doctor. You only go to college. You yeah. can do surgery right now if you want to. <laughs> you twelve years old, you're gonna do surgery right have, now. I promise you. But then but then you gotta have strong enough faith for that to happen. So if you fail your entrance exam or your state exam to become a doctor, that's the devil's fault. How is it the devil's fault? That, that's the stuff that I don't understand. How is it one entity's fault when the other entity is stronger than that one? You see what I'm saying? The devil's going to make you fail your test when God is stronger than the devil to help you pass your test. For real. So you can become the doctor and save lives. Like, that's the part that I don't understand. So the doctor, I mean, so God, so the devil came up to God in his throne room like, yo, I, I got a question for you. God, like, all right, what it is? Hey, you know that little doctor you done created and everything, right? He was like, yeah, what about him? Yo, I want to make sure he failed this test so he don't become a doctor and start saving people so some of them souls can come to hell. All right, I'll go ahead and let you run that. Wait, what? Hold up, hold up. How do you let him do that? Like, where's the logic in that? Like, that makes absolutely no sense. And I'm saying it in the aspect of, from what we talked about last time, God lets the devil do certain things. So he gonna let the devil do that? So that's why there's more jails than hospitals and schools dang there. That's why the educational system is jacked up because the devil's doing it. So basically, God set up all his creations to fail because they got so-called free will. Somebody help me make that make sense. It don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? According to the Bible, God set up everything to, to for everybody for uh, for humanity to fail because God put the the tree of knowledge of good and evil even if it's a metaphor god created it he created adam and eve he put it right in the midst of the garden and he told them don't touch it but the whole point was before they touch it they don't have the knowledge of good and evil so if they did it or they didn't do it they wouldn't have known that they was doing something evil if it was evil because they hadn't eaten from the tree so god basically set them up for failure and then he already exactly. knew he God. He already knew that Eve was going to listen to the serpent. He knew all this stuff was going to happen because he's God, right? He He's all-knowing. He's omnipresent. He's omniscient. So he put he, he created this shit up. He set the stage. He didn't give them the, the ability to know that they were doing evil. They didn't even know that they were naked. He, he knew that they were going to sin or whatever. And he created them anyway, that, that way. He knew that it was all going to lead to him uh, flooding the earth. And he did that anyway. He knew all this stuff. He knew Ted Bundy was going to come. He knew all this stuff. He knew slavery was going to happen. And he just rolled the dice anyway. He's God. He could have created a different world. He could have he made it any way he wanted to. It was just like um, Voice of Reason asked everybody on the previous show. If you were God, you know, what would you do? And they all said basically they would make a, 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 a peaceful world 
or there wasn't no suffering. But that ain't what your God did, or the Bible did, or the God, if, if God exists, that's not what he did, because that's not the universe that we live in. We live in a universe with tremendous suffering, and, and it's not a, a peaceful yeah. world. So he had all the power, just like if you were God, you would have all the power, and he chose to do what we see. He chose Donald Trump and Joe Biden to be the best motherfucking presidents that we could ask because that's all we fucking had. If he was you, you wouldn't allow that shit. But the God that you believe in did. So you got to reconcile that with yourself if you believe in that bullshit. You got to ask yourself, why did God not behave the way that I would if I was him? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's and mind crazy. you, I was just about to say, and mind you, you made in his image and likeness. So that means, to my understanding, that God is a part of you, which means he already has that type of intellect in him. You already know that I'm going to sit up the two most garbage people to run this country or the planet in general into the ground and then want y'all to still come to me and ask me for help. Like that, that boggles my mind a lot. And the other part that really tripped me out was in the inauguration when Biden was getting sworn in. Did y'all see that Bible that he had? Yeah, I think it was like a Thurgood Marshall's Bible or some shit. That Bible was huge. Yeah, it was so old. It looked like something out of the like the medieval times. It looked like, like something yeah, that uh, there's no that, way you actually fucking read that shit. Exactly, like it's out of a, a it looked like it made of a language that nobody even uses anymore. Yeah, that shit was old, nigga. That shit was old, boy. Like 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 boy, like, like, like the Geneva Bible. The Geneva Bible was like what, like thirteen hundred pounds. What? Yeah, yeah I heard the Geneva about that Bible. Bible. Yeah, the Geneva Bible, the Great Bible, the Bishop's Bible, and you know what? I like, I like when uh, Quinley, when you play, when you played that video, when he, when Ray Hagen said those verses that the Bible had was already out before the Bible was printed. It was printed thousands of years before that Holy Bible. You know what I'm saying? So why are we still believing this shit? You know what I'm saying? Why are we believing some shit that that, that was already plagiarized? You know what I'm saying? From ancient uh, um, uh, manuscripts. It's plagiarizing, plagiarizing. And then I hate when Christians, like Shay, and she said this all last week on our show, um, that nobody taught her about Christianity. Nobody taught her about Judaism or Islam or whatever. And Quayle made a good point. That's just like a kid saying, oh, well, nobody told me about the tooth for her, so I just, uh, I just started putting a pillow, uh, quarter under my, uh, a tooth under my pillow, expecting somebody to come take it and give me a quarter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like, it's like, it's like, if God... Yeah, exactly. You had to be talking about the two fairies. Yup. Yeah. yeah, man. Hey, you know, cool you know, R9 call up. Who? R9. He, in the, he or she is in the chat. Yeah, yeah, go on the call in, sis. 
or yeah, dude, bro, whatever, because y'all love uh, family comedy. Bro, bro or sis, if you not uh, if you not too scared, you know what I'm saying? Cause we know y'all be scared. Y'all like to talk in the chat, but they don't like to call in. So call on in. We not that gonna uh, we not gonna beat you up. We just gonna ask you questions, and if you if you believe something, and if you can't answer a few questions about what you believe, then you sincerely need to ask yourself, why do you believe this? Because, I mean, if I believe something, then you say, I want to ask you some questions about what you believe. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's as simple as that. You know what I mean? So, call in, we're going to ask you some questions about what you believe. You know, we, we put ourselves out there, we tell you what we believe. And then y'all tell us that we wrong, so call us and call up, tell us why we wrong. Don't just sit in the chat. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm switch up the subject just for a minute, just for a second, if y'all don't mind. Go ahead. Um, Coily, you was you was asking about something a little while back about um I'm referring I'm referring it to Christians, but it's a question that you had asked. You was like, if aliens and stuff are real, how come they never show themselves? And I talked and I asked the Christian that question in a sense. I'm like, if God put this planet where it is and all the other planets where they are, why do you think we're the only beings with intelligence in the universe? This this universe, not any other ones that you probably heard about through science. Why hasn't, I mean, why would he put just us here? Oh yeah, I was talking about, I was talking about the formation of the solar system. Yeah, I was talking about if, yeah. there, was, if there was a if God created the solar system, then why would He make eight planets and only life can be lived on one of them? That's like that's like an analogy. That's an analogous to a uh, to, to an architect creating eight houses, but only one can have running water, uh, substance, lights, and all this other stuff. But the other ones, you can't live in them. And that's why that's a waste of material. Right. That's that's part of the reason why religion is creating an influx of flat earthers because they realized just that that it, under the biblical worldview it makes no sense for us to be alone so they have to create an alternate reality where the earth is the only the earth is the universe and the space is not real all that stuff is fake you know what I'm saying so in their world the earth is flat and and and, and it's not true that the universe is so big that's how they reconcile that in their mind. Because they're delusional. Yeah, and that's the thing that tripped me out. Me personally, I believe there are more beings in the universe. I don't believe we're the only ones out here. And uh, the only other uh, reason, I definitely, I think, uh, I think the the, the, the the sheer size of the universe proves that we are not alone. Even if it's uh, if life forming naturally is a one in a billion possibility there's still going to be hundreds of thousands of instances of it occurring throughout the universe because the universe is so big and there's so many planets and so many exactly. stars so but the same exactly. reason, for the same exact reason i don't think it's likely that any of those life forms will ever meet one another because the size between them is too vast the closest star to us is alpha proximity and that's two to three light years away that means even if we could travel at the speed of light we it would take two to three light years to it would get take there. a two to three years so, to get there so yep. if you would like to want to send a message to alpha proximity 
it'll take two or three years to get there. You say hello, and it gets there in two years. So in 2023, they get it, and they say hello back. And then we get it in 2025. So if we send a hello now, we wouldn't receive it back until 2025. And that's just to communicate. It would take that long. Imagine how long it would take to actually go there. So I, I just don't think it's likely. I don't, I don't think it's impossible. But I don't think it's likely that any life form will have the capability to travel that distance in their lifespan. Because now, on the flip side, we got drones. Like, we don't go to Mars. We just landed the uh, Perseverance drone on Mars and stuff. So if aliens did exist, I think they would be smart enough to not come themselves. They would send some technology here. And it would probably be so advanced if it could go from star system to star system. It would probably be so advanced we wouldn't even be able to detect it as technology we would probably think it was some natural because they would be smart enough to make it look like a bird so we would see it like oh that's a, a vulture or a hawk or something but it's really a drone from outer space if i was an alien yeah you wouldn't know i was here i know that you know what I'm saying? i would be smart enough to disguise my drone as a bird or some shit. so i just don't think that if they were here that we would know or if they if they exist that they would be able to come here because it's just too too far you know what I mean? And like Neil deGrasse Tyson always say, maybe maybe they did come and they just they determined that it wasn't no intelligent life on Earth and they kept going. Dude, the thing about it that tripped me out about what you just said was the two movies of Men in Black. The beginning of the first one when Will Smith said he figured his teacher was from Mars and um, Agent M was like, nah, she's from Saturn. She's from one of the moons of Saturn. They had Sylvester alone up there. They had a couple other people up there. But anyway, that that would be a perfect way to blend in with a to them, which would be a primitive society because we ain't doing none of the sci-fi movie type stuff that we think we should be doing. And they're probably on that and above that already. Well, if they, if like the movie with Keanu Reeves through interstellar space, then I, I imagine they got to be very, very advanced. Cause we ain't got that far yet. Extremely advanced. We got uh the two voyages that just went interstellar, but I mean they just kind of they didn't even expect them ships to last that long. They just kind of floating through space. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They don't got a plan. Pretty much. Just, but so like if you if because first of all like we don't even know what's out there. You know what I'm saying? It could be stuff out there in space that we just simply don't know. We don't know what we don't know. You know, they talking about this dark matter stuff, uh, 95% of the universe, the, the gravity in the universe is under, uh, we don't know what the source of it is. So, something, mm -hmm. there's something going on that we, we obviously, because we didn't evolve, <clears throat> clearly. I know a lot of y'all believers don't believe in evolution, but the reason why we don't understand that stuff is because we didn't have to understand that stuff in order to survive in the plains of Africa. We evolved just fine, yeah. just being able to detect the stuff at the speeds and the sizes that we detect them on earth so when it comes to interstellar space all that stuff seemed like foreign language because it is we didn't evolve to understand yeah. that stuff so we can only get so we can only understand it so much you know what i'm saying but i think you know what i'm saying this is my prediction um my uh prophecy if you will i think <clears throat> that ai is going to be the the next big big uh wolf on this campus uh that we called earth university 
because humans, yep. we got we got all these um, shortcomings and we're fragile that we can we can break very easily. We get sick. We gotta sleep. We gotta eat. With technology, like a, a robot that's sophisticated enough to to build another robot, once that happens, once you got robots building robots, it's over with. Because they're just gonna get better Man. and better every time, and they don't have to sleep and eat and rest, and and they don't get tired, and and they can do a whole lot more than what we can do a whole lot faster. And like that, so it's over with. Once they, once they, um, artificial intelligence gets to that point, we ain't gotta be worrying about aliens. We gotta be worried about artificial intelligence. If you gonna, you know what I'm saying? Because that's gonna be the the next big dog on this campus. Before some aliens. Yo, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? They done came out with so many sci-fi movies on that. The main one that a lot of people know about is the Terminator movie. The AI with the Skynet. <laughs> went through the archives or the internet and started becoming self-aware once it realized what was going on it was like i gotta get rid of these humans they're killing the planet like how do you fight something like you just said that can make machines at a faster and higher rate you know what people can be born that's the whole that's the whole uh premise of the movie the matrix trilogy that's what oh, yeah, I'm about to say The Matrix, too. That's, that's, that's and the crazy thing about it, the mis- and the crazy thing about it, the way Morpheus broke it down, he was like, do you realize the human body can make so many kilowatts of energy more yeah, than a, a, a regular battery that we would use? Like, for, for the audience, just in case anybody that... Because it's crazy, because I watched... That was, like, one of my favorite movies. I probably watched that shit, like, ten times before yep. I understood what was really going on. You know what I'm saying? So basically, what happens with these machines, the the humans created these machines and the machines got advanced to the point where they were making other machines and they decided they were going to kill a lot of humans and the humans said, okay, we got to destroy all the machines. So they were at war with with these machines. So the humans decided they were going to, what Morpheus called, scorch the sky. What they did was they did something to where they, they blocked out the sun. And the, the sunlight couldn't get through or whatever. That's why when they showed the real world, it was so dark. And you saw all these human bodies because what the the uh, the machines did, because the humans that had blocked out the sun, they used the humans for energy because they couldn't get it from the sun no more. So they started harvesting humans for the energy. So they were growing, hum- growing fields of humans. And they created the matrix so that the humans could stay alive and calm and so they thought that they were in this real world when really it was fake. And a few of the people had, you know what I'm saying, woke up out of the Matrix and were in the real world under in this city underground called Zion. So that's what the whole premise of the Matrix is, if anybody don't know. So yeah. it's an excellent uh, story, you know what I'm saying? I wish they would have yeah. did better with the third one, but you know what I'm saying? It, it's still cool. Yeah. But the other thing is, before we go, before you jump back onto the onto the original topic, was when I heard um, Ronald Reagan's part of Ronald Reagan's speech back in I want to say the eighties, like eighty eight or eighty six or something like that. He was making a speech that one of the only things that's gonna bring humankind or mankind together is a threat, and he wasn't saying a threat like from people from person to person or country to country. 
he was, I think he said an exo existential threat, meaning yeah, like an, alien threat. an alien life form. Yeah, an alien threat that was gonna come to Earth and make everybody pretty much link up like Independence Day. And the way that he said it, he was like, "We need to have um, like some type of space system or some type of spatial. I mean, spatial. Uh, excuse me, a space defense system set up to prepare for that situation." Fast forward to let's say last year, the year before last, Donald Trump came out with the same thing, talking about we're gonna make another branch of the military called the Space Force, which is comprised of part of the Navy and part of the Army. No, part of the Navy and part of the Air Force. So that also made me think, what are these people or where are these people getting this information from that there could be a likely threat to come to the, to the planet and you got to come up with a whole other branch of the military to deal with a spatial, I mean, a force from outer space or another planet that is going to make people have to link up. That's going to make people have to put their differences, religion, all that aside to survive. I think like you don't just come up with that just off, just off a of sheer looking at movies and theories, like something or somebody is telling these people this. That's just my understanding and my belief on how that whole situation went, because we haven't had anything to go into space like a space shuttle or or a satellite to tell us that okay like let's say in the um, sci-fi aspect if there's a whole fleet of warships on the other side of saturn or something like that and they're coming this way like nobody has said and if there is some they're not telling the people about it i'm just saying this as a hypothetical i think uh in, in my opinion i think like with the ronald reagan shit I think what he what they were trying to do, or whoever said this, I think what they were trying to do was say not that um, a real alien or extraterrestrial threat is necessary, but that they could just simply make it up, lie about it, and say that there's an extraterrestrial threat, and that story could be enough to unite the people. I think that's more so the point of what they're saying. Now, that's just my opinion to, to what they were saying. And with the Donald Trump Space Force thing, I think what he was trying to do is not fight aliens, but fight other countries from outer space. So they would have... Exactly. Like that's a way better way to look at it, too. Like that would be positioned in orbit. So you got a, like a, a satellite with a laser on it. I don't know, some shit. Some type of weapon that's in space that's, that's aimed at Earth, though. You know what I'm saying? Not aimed at no aliens or no shit like that. They're just trying to attack people better. The same way they used to fight with swords, now they're fighting with guns and bombs. And then, you know what I'm saying? I guess now they're going to be fighting with satellites and drones and lasers like and that. stuff like that. You, you, you right. That's what moved into the space age, man. That's, what, that's, that's, that's another great way to look at it, too. Yep. But where is God at? God ain't God's supposed to be in space, right? So I guess God is the um, the arbiter. Uh, like, hey, you know what, Donald Trump? Hey, you know I'm gonna make a phone call to Donald Trump. Hey, you want me to shoot this motherfucker? You want me to shoot Russia? All right, then Donald Trump. All right, man. I'll holler at you later. All right, man. We gonna go out, bro. God said, hang up, nigga. You know. So, so it's just <laughs> it's just like I just don't understand, man. Like, why do they all this shit that's going on? They want to say, well, God, God, God got his hand on everything, really. <laughs> I bet he do. I get. I get. God got his hand on your ass too. 
Hey, Kwame God got his hands on a lot of things. God got his hands on a lot of things, if that's the case. His hands are doing a lot of work that that will make you question him. As in, if you're going to protect us from, let's just say, the hypothetical alien threat, why have we not advanced past where we're at to be able to, to be able to deal with that? And then, like what Quam, um, what Quayle was saying, let's just say it's not an alien threat. Let's just say it's another way to attack countries from space. Why are we not being able to be notified of such information? Because if you think about it, y'all remember the Independence Day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You remember how how that how that, that laser beam hit the Empire State Building and destroyed the whole city, pretty much? Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're creating something that powerful maybe if you're not even using laser beam let's just say you're using a bomb you're using something that destructive why are you letting people do things to that magnitude to almost wipe out a whole entire planet or at least half the planet which will cause more famine and more financial despair than to let the people who don't know be able to fight back and prevent something like that from happening. Why are you keeping your children in the dark? Well, Why are you not equipping them with... Hypothesis A, either God is an asshole, or hypothesis B, God does not exist. True. That's your two choices. Because so, I'm looking at the title now, and I'm going to tie it into it. Yeah, I'm tied into it. So if you praying, so if you praying that as as the saying goes, God bless America. If that's the case, why do you need God to bless one of the so-called most powerful countries on the planet? Why can't he bless other countries for them to get on the same level and everybody live happily? Regardless of whether you're in shape, out of shape, you believe or don't believe. Why hasn't that not happened? People all over this planet pray, pray to so many different deities, and nothing's happening. I think Chris Rock made a joke, or I think it was Eddie Griffin that made a joke. He was like, when the Gulf War was going on, he was like, if you prayed to your God, your God gave you sticks and stones to throw at the people that my God believed in who got tanks and automatic weapons, what God are you going to believe in? Dude, I cracked up laughing when I thought about it. Because I'm like, when you look at the news, they showing people over there with sticks, rocks, all types of stuff, throwing it at these soldiers and these soldiers with M16 fully automatic weapons, lighting them up. I mean, like, yeah, what? why would you pray to a God that puts you at a disadvantage? Well, you can even you can even go to the Bible, man. When, when um, I forget, I think it's the, the Israelites was fighting the Moabites. And the Moabite sacrificed his son to their God, and and uh, the Moabites won the battle. So it's like, how you still gonna believe in Yahweh when uh, Shemash, the God of the Moabites, apparently the sacrifice to him was effective. Exactly. That part. See, that's that's yeah, the thing. I'll be exactly. trying. I, I just take some. I just take some Hebrews to call in. The the, the guys, the Hebrews, the lights. I be, I know. Man, them niggas ain't gonna call. Oh, I got, I got, I got, I got church today. I said, ain't today Sunday? 
Lying ass nigga. Exactly. Hey, tell that nigga this is church. This is the atheist church. Live now. <laughs> yeah, that's why I went on me. I've been trying to get my I've been trying to get my Christian people to call in. Man, they know they don't want to come to this. They, now they're calling to the ACA. No, don't offense. You know, no we love the ACA, but I think we too real over here. <laughs> they probably got to say, oh, they need to keep it too damn real. We're going to get that, man. I think yeah. as long as we, uh, long as we keep, keep it consistent, man, they'll, they'll probably... Because see, what happens is, I think people, they'll watch for a few weeks, maybe months and stuff, before they decide to call in. Because even when I'm listening to the radio and stuff, because I don't watch too much TV. I listen to a lot of radio shows, though. And uh, people that call in, they I hear a lot, they always say, long time listening, first time calling. Long time listening, first time calling. Long time. So... You know what I'm saying? You just gotta give give some people a time some time, you know what I mean? They gon' they gonna get over their fear. You know what I mean? These people still believe in hell, they still believe in in, in Jesus, man. They still thinking that that the dead a zombie gonna come out of out of space. So we gotta give them some time to, you know what I'm saying, wrap their head around the fact that it's 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 young, popping ass black men out here that don't believe in the bullshit and it's not holding us back. And you know what I'm saying? Then maybe they'll they'll see, okay, let's see what they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Because the shows that we're going to be bringing in the future, oh, yeah. Yeah. Ain't gonna be, just like just like tonight, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Heavy questions that's going to make people think, you know what I mean? There's no way around. You're going to either have to think about it or, or hopefully somebody can call up here with a good answer and, hell, teach us something, you know what I mean? Answer, answer one of these questions. But the reason why we bring these topics to the table is because we haven't heard good answers. So we want to yeah. help people to answer the question. We want to know the truth. You know what I'm saying? We're not trying to be smart asses. We ain't trying to. We're not trying to be combative. We're wrong, not. And you wrong. We trying to. We trying to say, okay, what's what's the truth here? Because it seems like the Bible is bullshit to me. And and a lot, so many of my Boy, people are like it is bullshit. And it's and I feel like it's holding our community back. You know what I'm saying? Like tremendously. So we gotta wake up. That's you true. Know what I mean? That's that's true because I'm going to say it like this before I get off. The way that you're saying it makes plenty of sense. And the other thing is, outside of wrapping your head around the situation, I mean around the topic of discussion that's going on this, on this channel, is that people are, outside of being afraid, they will say, to my guesstimation, that we're giving you answers. You're just not accepting them. You're giving answers that don't make sense. You can't ask a student to um add two plus two and they're giving you uh a circumference of 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 a cup that's not answering the question you're going around it you're still in the same ballpark but you're in a whole nother side of the field like if somebody asks a christian a specific question such as this you're going to revert back to the thing that's not giving you the full answer you're going to revert back to something that contradicts itself that don't that that's not gonna help you unlock your mind from what's going on, and that's the part that also trips me out about the situation. Like you got to think outside of the book that you've been given, and I and I've ran into a lot of Muslims, and they're like, we don't read no other book but this. But you've been reading that book since you was young. You know it front to back, left, right, inside and out, upside down, and everything. Why are you not reading something else? Like you can be so far, you can be more, way more advanced in what you're doing outside of this book. This is not the only book out there. 
Like you got to evolve mentally outside of just this one specific teaching. Like me, I go into some of everything. I don't really deal with religion too much. I deal with what some people call the occult or mysticism or whatever. Because to me, a lot of that, it makes sense as to why the Bible or the God that people believe in as far as Christianity goes. Because when I was young, like most of us, we went to church. We didn't have no choice. So when I started looking into stuff like that, that's why I brought up to you Bobby Hemmett, because Bobby Hemmett was one of the first people I jumped on to. And I don't agree with everything that he says, because some of this stuff don't make sense to me. Like, it don't, it don't, it don't grasp my attention the way that it grasps his because of the books that he's read and the things that he's seen and so on and so forth. But with that, it's like you got to do more work, even if you don't read. You can look up videos, you can talk to other people outside your religion and figure that out. But like we all know, they're afraid. They have their version of hell that they can possibly go to. So of course they're not going to go outside of that because they don't want to suffer in the afterlife when you're suffering here on this planet. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a fear based uh, belief that's keeping them believing, you know what I'm saying? Religion, especially Christianity, they got this fear based marketing. So it's a double sided sword. They got a promise of heaven and the afterlife and the uh, threat of hell. So, again, I just want to remind everybody that if you wouldn't believe somebody telling you that your house burnt down or you was at work and you can't go home to verify it, now why would you believe somebody that you got to go to heaven or hell after you die and you ain't dead and they ain't dead to verify it? Ain't nobody came back from the dead to tell us nothing. So, nobody knows what's going to happen after you die. And it seemed like just gonna be dead so i wouldn't take nobody's word for that especially if they telling me about some little eternal hellfire or some shit that's just like somebody telling you your house burned down and you ain't verified but man i think uh we had a good show we've been going for about an hour and a half so we're gonna uh, get on out of here man i appreciate you calling in dsa man it's always good talking to you brother and um Man, it's always good talking to y'all man appreciate it y'all much love to everybody in the chat and everything like that though for sure, for sure, man. And uh, peace to uh, Brother Kwame. He had to uh, get back to his uh, job and everything. But, you know what I'm saying, we're going to be back next week, same time, under the new name, Atheist Church Live. And you can still get it uh, on the podcast. So I know a lot of people have been listening to the podcast on the lecture. We want to thank y'all for showing us love. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate all that stuff. The uh, show gets bigger and bigger every week. So just now, just make sure you request for the Atheist Church Live on your uh, smart speaker. And everybody else that's already listening, I appreciate it. Remember that you can also subscribe to us on YouTube. And everybody that's on YouTube, remember that you can also subscribe to us on the podcast. And check out um, quellycush.com for other book recommendations and articles and the other podcasts that we host and all that good stuff like that. And we will see y'all.